Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is April 5th. The time is to uh, 11.30. Reddy and PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please let our team know. And you need to have your camera on so that we can promote you to ask the question. Arun? So you have to keep the camera on and let our team know that you're a newcomer. Arun, go ahead. Yeah. Hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, thanks. I appreciate uh, taking this call. Uh, I ha- I'm working with uh, my current employer A um, on F1 CPT and mm-hmm. I got, uh, so he filed for my uh, H1B registration this year, but it did not get picked up, but mm-hmm. other consultant, it got picked up and uh, my other consultant uh, is saying that uh, include your employer as a layer uh, to file the uh, H1B. So is it the right way or good way to do that? Or uh, I'm working with Fidelity as my... Uh, I I don't know about this though, because I don't know about your employer. How did you file the H1B without a job? Because if this guy is a fraudulent guy, you'll be in trouble. That's, so I can't, you see my point? Yes. So So you mentioned that the consultant who filed my H1B petition, he is the fraudulent, could be, right? Right. And then what happens is that they will approve your H1B and then they will revoke it. Then you will be Nagarka Nagatka. Okay. So what so, is the best option for me? Currently? I don't know. I don't know. Even going with these people sometimes may get into bad activities. So I don't know what to say about this. So my very many what times I know uh, is actually a decent one through which I found because I got it filed uh, when I provided the registration details. So like, is it go uh, as both filed? The uh, I, I, I don't know how this guy filed a H1B without a job. How can I consider that as a, a genuine guy? Explain it to me, please. Yeah. So uh, actually he said, uh, because I'm in automation testing. Okay. And there are a lot of opportunities. I, so the, it's, that's called speculative employment. Yeah. And we have a lot of these people file the H-1B cases. So you're going to move the fidelity to them. They will make some money and they will close their companies and they will disappear. That's our analysis. If you want it, you can consult other lawyers, but that's that's our feeling, sir. We cannot encourage fraudulent guys. That's our theory. Sorry about that. Next person, please. I know what is practical for you, but we cannot encourage be part of fraud. Next person, please. We are... Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Um, I re- in September 2021, I received a green card under EB1B category. Mm-hmm. And in November, uh, I went to India and I stayed there for like a four months. 
mm-hmm. and and I got before I went to India, I left the job and uh, I stayed four months uh, to stay with my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm back to US on April uh, first week. I mean, like a few days before, um, I got the new job. And I, mm-hmm. I just have a question. Like, uh, I want to go back to India again in the like uh, the month of July for I'm a month. I'm here to. I'm only trained to help people to stay in the country, not to leave the country. So anyway, you're going for only one month. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm planning to go back like uh, one or two months. I want to stay with my uh, my kid. Uh, who is staying in okay. india my parents okay. will there be any issue like uh, what is the six months uh, time period how they calculated the six months six months is at one stretch though if you're going at two stretches the six months is not calculated if you're going four months and two months you're fine if you're going four months and three months it's fine if it's six months straight then it creates problem in your citizenship related date Okay, so if I because I just four months again, I'm going. If I stay another two months, it's not going to be an issue, right? No, sir, it's not going to be any problem. Yeah, because I I want to stay in US, but uh, my uh, little kid. I got stay. the point. Anything else? Uh, because uh, when I uh, the Bo- Boston was port of my entry, and uh, during the port of entry, the officer asked me, "Are you staying in US or in India?" Like he asked that question. I said, "No, I just went for vacation," and. Uh, I told him like yeah, just... but still, still, if you're coming within six months, they don't have any right to reject you. Okay, so just one more time, just continuous more than six months, it's a problem. But if that couple of strikes is not a problem, right? No, sir, that's not a problem. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, Prashanti. Prashanti. Uh, yeah. Hello. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can, ma'am. Yeah. Um, good morning, Rahul. I'm Prashanti. I'm from Hyderabad, India. Mm-hmm. So I have a query. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm telling my query. Company A uh, filed in H-1B petition in 2015 lottery. So mm-hmm. it picked, it, it picked, and but it has a query, and it is approved in 2016. The mm-hmm. H-1B validity is from Jan 2017 to 2018. So uh, I did not come to USA and that H-1B petition. So same company filed the extension in 2000 again. They sent mm-hmm. a RFE. So company A not replied to that query. And I have resigned from that company A and I have joined into a new company B. So now my question is, can I file a H-1B uh, using the old petition under H-1B cap extension exemption? The rule says that you're only counted towards a cap if the H-1B has been approved. <coughs> Excuse me. If the H-1B is approved with the I-94 while you're in USA. Okay. Or, or you got the H-1B approved, you went to the consulate, you got the stamping. Uh, okay. did not happen to me. I know that. I know that. That's the reason you're not technically counted towards the H1B number. Okay. So now can't we do anything with the no, you old have to H- go to, You have to go with the lottery system, ma'am. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Next Thank person, you so much. Lavanya. Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Yes, uh, I my H4 EAD and H4 is expiring in July 3rd. I've already applied for extension uh, in Jan. Is it safe to travel to India 
like after July 3rd to get my H4 stamped and will my H4 EAD processing be put on hold? Um, are you working right now? Yes. What's the purpose of your travel? Um, Personal? No, normal vacation because I thought uh, July 3rd. The, re the, re the, re the reason is that if your purpose is to extend the EAD though, you can go to Mexico and come back and extend the EAD. Do you know that? Uh, I don't know. So what you do is that, see, if you, if before July of 2022, I'm assuming your husband's H1B is already approved by the time. Yes, it's approved. Yeah, it's You can go to Mexico and extend the EAD by six months. That is up to January of 2022. January of 2023. Oh, but my H4, that is not approved yet. I am aware of it. I'm aware of it. Okay. I'm aware of it. I want you to watch this video though. And that's, okay. that's my advice to you now. If you, now to answer your question though, can you go to India, get the H4 stamped and come back? Will that be a problem if you go after July? Absolutely not a problem. Okay. okay. And will the EAD be denied because you traveled outside the country or will the process continue? The answer is absolutely will continue, will not have any problem. Okay. Sure. Okay. But you may have a better solution by watching this one. What I tell you rather oh. than going to India, if your purpose is to continue working, but if your purpose is to travel, of course, what you said works for you. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Mayank? Hello, Ralph. Thank you for having me here. Uh, my query is, I'm currently on H1B with my current employer and I have my I-140 approved and the priority date is July 2018. I have a new offer from employer B and they have a policy to file the new green card uh, after 18 months. So I want to understand, is there any risk for me in making a job, job change at this time? As far as your H1B extension or your wife's H4 EAD and other things are concerned, I don't see any problem whatsoever at all. The only problem that I see is that what if the date moves and you don't have an, a labor certification approval? What's going to do? What are you going to do with that? That is where my problem is with you. I mean, yeah, that was my next question. Like if suppose the date moves too fast and uh, my priority date becomes current and my I-140 is not approved, uh, what options will I have at that time? You can keep on extending the H-1B and keep coming to this conference calls for the next whatever years. But <laughs> but you cannot file the green card, you know that. That's a, but that's a minus point. And but I will not lose my spot, right? I will not lose my spot. No, you will right? not. No, sir. You will not lose a spot you will keep on extending the H1B. Maybe they will extend only for one year. Those are the minus points. And uh, I was reading somewhere uh, that uh, after the date becomes current, you have one year to file your uh, 485. And that is with the existing company. Oh, with the new employer, that won't be a constraint. That won't, be a, yeah. that won't be a problem for the new employer. Okay. Then I think then it, it is safe, right? For me, like... Uh, I didn't uh, said that. I didn't said that. Don't, don't mm -hmm. use my words, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
yeah you have to take the calculated calculated approach what to do oh if i go there 18 months i won't get it now afterwards we, you don't even know whether they're going to file after 18 months and what if the practice date becomes current within 2 years and then it goes back again who knows so it's a judgment call as far as your priority date moment is concerned as far as h1b extension is concerned i don't see any problem next person please thank you varma yeah thanks rahul for giving me this opportunity and uh, thanks for your time as well uh, my question is uh, i have uh, my my visa and my wife visa is expiring next month so i am attending uh, the dropbox interview but my daughter visa uh, is still valid till 2024 with my old petition so this time uh, we are not uh, dropping my daughter's passport because her visa is still valid so is it a problem uh, while uh, in the port of entry while returning to usa for your daughter you are speaking about yeah absolutely not a problem sir you good and my second question is uscis uh, right now um, they they waive off the fees right uh, but we already paid the fees is there any what need? fees are we speaking about uh, the dropbox interview fees that uscis i don't know anything about dropbox interview fees okay okay thank you okay. next person please shri lakshmi hi rahul uh, thanks for taking my call so my husband uh, is on h1b and uh, his petition is approved uh, till 2025 so to extend my h4 so we travel to mexico by air and we return so when we return uh, the immigration officer gave uh, the i94 for my husband also till april 2022 only so this year so, uh, wow. april yeah april 30 sorry april 30 or oh, 10 days grace period so actually his uh, old h1 is like till april 2022 but he uh, so go to mexico she, and come back again that guy did a big mistake so what they told is the reason we asked why i mean because uh, at least my husband's because my yeah yeah that's fine what did he say so he uh, so she said the supervisor so she, she checked with the supervisor and she said that uh, the new petition like is valid from 21 april 21 no, uh, they can start it right now they can start it right now so There's that's the no... and we were not able to know which 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 port of entry did you came in uh, this is san francisco man you need to go back again and come back that's a mistake so that you work i mean uh, we are focusing now on my husband's h4 i mean like how to correct that i94 so what are our options so just having to go to mexico and come back so they suggested to reach out to cpb so is it uh, you uh, can you can try to do go to cbp and correct it both of you guys can try to correct it oh okay me and also that's mm-hmm. yeah you you should and if that doesn't work go to mexico mm-hmm. and come back so will that work i don't know because yeah and one more i, I know i know what you're speaking ma'am it I works out 98% of the time 2% of the time you get to the officers who don't know what they are doing so yeah so one more what they try your question to is make... that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they try this hap- the... I, you told me that this happened one time in uh, in washington dc bwi airport and you're the second person reporting ma'am but oh, all yeah. other people got it no no problem we see every single day the people coming in so there seems some problem with the system because she wrote uh, you like told me that you, i know ma'am i know but they don't know how to fix it that's a wrong officer you got it oh okay, okay. so mm-hmm. okay. so we try to fix the cbp we try to try the cbp 
try to send it try to cvp otherwise go to mexico and come back man. you will not have any problem when you go and come back okay and uh, next person please don't repeat the same question though rohini uh, hi rahul um you, you go ahead, for... put put give me one second yeah. Un unmute sri lakshmi sure good sri lakshmi Sorry. Uh, so one more question is like, and um, we are just focusing on my husband's age for, I mean, I-94 to get corrected. I'm, I don't want to travel. So do I have to apply in my H-4 because it's, we already no, applied. You're good. you're good. You don't have to apply. You don't have to reapply, right? No, okay. absolutely. You don't have to. Okay. Thank you. Next person. Rohini. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for uh, taking time to do this. Um, I'm currently in my um, STEM OPT second year. And unfortunately, I was not picked for H1B this year as well. Uh, so I have a last chance next year. Um, I just wanted to know, is it a possibility for my employer to uh, start my green card process without having an H1B or I should have an H1B to um, start the green card process? You, you can start the green card process, but what it doesn't allow, which country you are from? Uh, India. It doesn't allow you to work because the waiting period is almost like seven years for you to get anywhere, is right? Yeah. So what, what benefit it's going to do immediately? Okay. So I, I don't have any options apart from waiting for the next year or the second lottery. That is right, ma'am. Okay. Next person, please. Tushar? I mean, you can process uh, a green card, but I don't know what benefit it's going to do in the short term. It does in the long term. Tushar, go ahead. Okay, thank you, Rahul, for taking my call. I have a question about working uh, temporarily from a non-LCA site. So I'm in Chicago. My LCA H1 is from Chicago. So next month, my parents were going to visit New Jersey. So how long can I go and uh, work in New Jersey without new LCA or without uh, new H1 amendment? Do you eat meat? Uh, I'm sorry? Do you eat meat? No, I'm vegetarian. I'm a non-vegetarian. <laughs> Do you see bones here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing is that you're just visiting, is it right? Yes, just visiting because, you know, uh, but I just want to know, is it like, because some people say it's just one week you can visit and then you need, a, some people say it's two weeks, some people say 30 days. So I'm just not sure how long I can stay and then As uh, I said, come back to Chicago. People who eat meat, they don't keep their bones in there, okay? <laughs> um, if you keep the bones out there, then everybody will come to know. Yeah, you eat meat. Okay, I see. I see what you <laughs> Did you get my point? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's also that answers your question, I guess. Yes, thank you. Okay, there you go. Next person, please. Jay? Because technically, I'm I'm obligated to answer differently, which is not in your benefit, which is not in my benefit. So I just want to point out to you exactly what I would do if I were you. Jay, go ahead. Jay, hey, thanks Rahul for this. And uh, my question is, I have my current H1B approved till August 2022 and my employer filed for an extension and it got approved as well till August 2025. So I'm going mm -hmm. for uh, H1B stamping. Uh, so which receipt number I have to give? If they consider the give the receipt number, give the receipt number that expires in August 2025. And even though it doesn't start in August of 2022, you can still get the stamping in May of 2022. They will give from May of 2022 to August of 2025. 
Okay, so in the port of entry, it won't be a problem, right? Uh, sometimes, sometimes in the port of entry, they may give you only for three years of I-94. Um, that is one problem that we noticed, though. Okay. okay. But I, and I, did, I need to submit both the receipt notices uh, for the top box, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, approvals. Okay, thank you, sir. Next person, please. Saurabh. Uh, hi, Rao. Thank you so much for the time. <laughs> So question is like uh, my EB3, uh, uh, I, EB3 and EB2, both I-140 are approved and after approval in August, priority I applied, date. sorry, priority date is uh, October 2012. Okay. Okay. So uh, applied for EB3-485 uh, in, um, in August last year. Uh, then actually uh, it got uh, retrograde and I re uh, refiled the 485 in December uh, with EB2. So now actually after application, my biometric was reused, but okay. my vines were not, but wife biometric was done for EB2. So in, mm -hmm. in February. Uh, so what they did was like, since my biometric was reused, they uh, can administratively uh, closed my EAD application for EB2, EAD and for it. That's fine. That's fine. Not a problem. I, and I got the EAD for from EB3. EB3. EB3, yes. So uh, EB3 and, uh, and advanced parole too. If I use them, it will not impact my EB2. It should uh, not because the administrative closed it. So it should not impact. Okay. So meaning like if I go back, uh, go to India and then come back on EB, EB3. EB3. I don't see, I don't see any problem in that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Maddie. Hi, Rahul. Thank, thank you so much. This is very helpful. I just have a quick question. Uh, so. Uh, my husband's employer, they're applying his H-1B. They're supposed to apply for my H-4 as well, but they're taking too long. So we thought we can apply our my H-4 and H-4 EAD together uh, by ourselves. But for that, do we need H-1B approval letter or just no. h Just the five five notice. notices. Notice good enough. Awesome. Okay. That's my question. Thank you. Next person. Next person. Chandrakant? If you're a newcomer, put your camera on and let our team know this. Go ahead, Chandrakant. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for this opportunity. So um, my question is like, uh, my wife's um, EB2 uh, process was, um, that we got data as current in EB3 category last year and she downgraded from EB2 to EB3 and we got- What's the priority date? Priority date is November 2014. So, we all got EADs and AP. So we are planning for a travel uh, in July. So is it okay if we use AP while coming back instead of, because it's tough to get uh, stamping dates for Dropbox these What's days. The per uh, so what is the purpose you, that you're uh, trying? It's for so vacations. No, 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 that's not. If you want to refile the entire application though, on the, on the advanced parole, you cannot. Okay. 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 So, so you if mean if you want to interfile your wife's EB2, even though you traveled on the advance parole, it's not a problem. If you okay. want to refile the entire application, okay, then it becomes a problem. However, when is your your uh, your I-94 expiring? Current I-94 is current I-94 is expiring in August 2022. Well, you can do one thing. You can use advance parole to come back into the United States. And then go to Mexico and come back and, and activate your activate your H1, H1s or H4s. Okay. Sorry. This is August 2023. 
So, uh, so if I go now, so I don't need to go for stamping then. That's what you mean. If one thing, if you want to maintain the non-immigrant status, okay, then mm -hmm. you go on advanced parole, you come back, then you go to Mexico and come back. And if you want to let your H-1B and H-4 go, okay, let your okay. H-1B, H-4 go, then you just go to India and come back and advance parole, you are in good shape. Okay. So if after coming back, if I want to continue my H-1 and non-immigrant status, so only option is to go to Mexico and get my H-1 activated. That's what you mean. That is right. And I want you okay. to watch this called Margarita Visa Magic, okay? Okay, sure. Watch the and first two said, minutes of it. Okay, sure. And you said if it will create a problem if I have to do refile. So refile, you mean uh, restart the process when employer changes? Is that No, 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 no. When EB2 becomes current, some people are refiling the entire application. Okay, instead of interfiling. Right. Okay. So will it create problem if employer changes after we do this? No, it will not. If you if your employer changes, it won't create any problem. Okay. And one last question. So my daughter is 10 year old. And if we have, can we use um, her as AP and continue around EAD and AP, not going back to H4? Is that fine? As long as you're not going to refile the application, I don't see a problem. Okay. So refile with the... It seems refiling is the problem. Refiling will create a problem if, you if your status is advanced for all. And okay. if you don't know what refiling is, I think so you need to understand what refiling is. Okay, sure. But continuing my daughter on AP and EAD, when we change the employer, it should not create a problem, right? That's all new process. It will create a problem if you're trying to refile it. And if you don't know what refiling is, you need to understand what a refiling and what an interfiling is. Okay, thank you. And I put a video of uh, 15 minutes for that for you, okay? Watch it. Okay. Next person. Thank you. Kaushik? Hi Rahul, I appreciate doing this for us. Um, my current situation is I'm on H1B um, for a very long time with my current employer. Uh, my six year period of H1B is gonna end next August, uh, next August as in 2023 August, next year. Uh, they applied for my, the start of a green card process, prevailing wage is done, firm and I-140 is remaining. Uh, I'm very keen on changing my employer. So I wanted to ask when is the earliest I can change or if there is a path to change, say in the next three months and still get my H1B no. extended. I'm not too keen on saving my priority date. I have like my partner has a green no, card. My, my problem is not priority date. My problem is August, 2023. Mm -hmm. So if you go join some other company, it's a big gamble. Mm -hmm. you, I would not do it. I would not do it. Even if I get $100,000 cash, <laughs> they will pay the taxes for it. I'm not going to do it right now. Because okay. once you lose the six years, you're at a weak point. Is your wife uh, employed? Uh, not a wife yet, but yeah, she's employed. She has a green card. I'm yet to marry, fiance. She has a green card? Yeah. Family-based green card. Just file the green card with her. That will be enough. You don't need any of this. But that will take three years, right? I need H1B extension. Not right though, not right though, because if you, if you get married right now, you okay. can file the adjustment of status right now. There is no waiting period. You directly file the adjustment of status. Oh, I see. You see my and point? And I get the EAD immediately, is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah, somewhere about six months to eight months, yeah. Right. And then and that's I that? I'm sorry? 
and can i do that alongside my company doing its yeah 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 that, that's separate this is separate you can do that but this is going to be, get you better than that though i see okay okay yeah if and you need assistance in that call me call uh, drop us an email okay awesome yeah i, I can do that after doing okay thank you there is no 3 year waiting period though back olden days there was a 3 year waiting period there is no 3 year waiting period right now 3 year waiting is you file the adjustment of status today oh okay you file the eid today you may get the green card in 2 years next person please thank you imran hello rahul thank you for uh, taking this call uh my question is uh, my priority date is february 2020 uh, february 2013 eb2 october 2020 downgraded to eb3 uh, oh, oh, now oh, oh, oh. Uh, february what 2013 okay keep going uh downgraded uh, like every everyone else yeah i know EB3. the story i know the story yeah you yep. know the story now uh, my company name changed uh so they did my eb they filed my eb2 uh eb2 i140 again as an amendment they they uh, in the amendment they said that the receipt number is eb3 receipt number mm, that's okay that's not going to be a big problem okay my question was why didn't you put eb2 uh, receipt number because that is what you they said they fight they said no this is the right way to do so i just kept quiet not a big issue they will go to the original okay. the the issue is original label certification is a main issue though okay not so, eb3 so, or eb2 okay so i got my so they filed my eb2 in the normal processing uh, i140 i got the receipt letter then the plan is to upgrade it to premium after that do the interfiling but the receipt number which i got there the priority date of the receipt number they change it to the receipt date which is now that's not 2022 that's normal that's normal there's nothing wrong nothing when you get an approval the priority date will change approval what approval you said you got the receipt notice of eb2 is right when they yes. approve it they will change the priority date there sure sure yeah. they will change even, it. yeah yeah when we don't get the normal priority date. now that's one second is even if they don't change it though even if they don't change it though you can still do the interfiling telling that look you dummy you didn't do the proper a uh, proper uh, priority date we put a green sheet or red sheet and tell them and then tell them to adjudicate your 485 application is but so receiving it, the proper priority date on receipt notice is very rare for us oh it's a rare so so this is a common yeah. this is a common very tiny thing not to worry about a, not worry i can about. go for i can go for premium processing you should go for premium processing i can go for uh, interfiling and during the interfiling I, sh- i should attach a letter that hey my priority that you mess- you messed it up if they don't correct it in the approval if they don't correct it you're just assuming that they won't correct it okay and in the meantime okay. in the next one month i'm traveling to india i'm i will be getting uh, doing the dropbox uh, appointment okay no problem with that no problem no problem absolutely okay. no problem Okay thank next you next and last next and last caller please and don't forget that we do have a youtube and facebook live at 5 o'clock in which it one hour straight question and answers guys today at central time last caller hey, today hey hi uh hi there uh thanks for taking this call so i uh, um i am currently on l2 ead uh, mm-hmm. i got selected on the third lottery in 2021 and i filed from employer a and that is currently in rfe status 
and now i actually switched organization and and i also filed from employer b for the current year h1 and that got picked so i just wanted to know like is can i ask my previous employer to close that uh, yeah. one and then go with this one that will be better and when i file for uh, the current employer employer b do i have to say the receipt number and everything whatever happened there and it's currently in you don't have to you don't have to okay yeah. and do it in premium processing believe me do it in premium processing yeah i'll i'll do it in premium processing that that would be fine sure and there will be no issues as such like, no 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 issues yeah. okay thank uh, you guys for coming sorry but can we go, uh, still go with both the approvals or that would create no issue? don't go with the old one though or yeah. you can do one thing delay the old one okay mm -hmm. get this one approved in premium processing if this okay. approved you withdraw that one if that doesn't get approved then you go back to the old company okay got it sounds okay. good sure thank you thank you guys next conference call will be tomorrow at 4:30Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.